The Science of On The Money Show. Unless, of course, you're talking about huge wage settlements, for example. Those aren't always good, depending on which side of the bargaining table you're sitting on. The Science of Alternate Dispute Resolution, ADR. What is it exactly? Well, John Brand is a director and ADR specialist at Bowman Gill Fillin. The, the alternative dispute resolution is basically saying the court system is slow. It's sluggish. It doesn't come up with a, with a sensible solution quickly enough. We need a resolution right now. Let's all agree to sit around the table and accept the version, uh, the, the, the outcome of our discussions based on the, the thoughts of an individual. Or not. Oversimplified? Uh, good evening, Bruce. Um, slightly oversimplified um, because I think it's also important to make a distinction between a variety of alternative dispute resolution processes. Um, and what I sensed you were talking of was arbitration where you appear. Ah, okay. So arb- but arbitration surely is one element of alternative dispute it, resolution. It's one of, the, okay. one of the processes, but I don't think it's necessarily the primary process. But in essence, what, what uh, the ADR movement is, which stands for uh, alternative dispute resolution, some lot prefer to call it appropriate dispute resolution, is really uh, to move away from uh, particularly litigation um, in the courts uh, and and to find alternatives to the use of power as a means of resolving uh, conflict uh, and also to improve upon face-to-face negotiation. And probably the primary uh, alternative dispute resolution process these days is mediation. And the distinction between mediation and arbitration is basically that um, in arbitration, it's a form of private judging where you agree that the arbitrator will impose an outcome on you. And you and both parties going into that process agree that uh, terms and conditions apply. No, It basically becomes like a radio competition. No uh, no additional correspondence will be entered into. Correct. And but this is like you the, will accept the, the effect of a court judgment. Yeah, you'll accept the, 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 the outcome that is imposed on you by the arbitrator. But in mediation uh, is really a form of facilitated negotiation where you appear before an independent process expert uh, who uh, facilitates uh, a negotiation process between you with a view to finding a win-win solution, a solution which really meets your underlying uh, needs and interests. And that's that's the, the the primary process. You'd have to have the patience of Job, though, to sit through that sort of process because you're going to have two opposing views and your goal and your role as that mediator is to bring them to a common point. Not well. Let me say a mutually this. acceptable point, maybe yes. not a common. Well, point. let me say this: that generally speaking, worldwide, uh, mediators are settling matters in one day, as opposed to days and days in in court. And certainly, my experience, both in the courts, uh, because I, I come from a litigation background, and my experience both in arbitration and as an arbitrator, is that I find those processes tedious mm. and and boring. Whereas I find mediation an incredibly dynamic and exciting process uh, where you seek to really understand the problem, understand the underlying causes, understand what are the real business interests of the the parties and then seek to look forward instead of always backwards, to look at business interests rather than uh, rights um, and fashion and help the parties in a dynamic and creative way to find uh, business solutions to, to problems. 
and the the rate of success is is very very high. What is that rate of success? Seventy five, a hundred, close to a hundred percent? Not not I would not a hundred percent, but I, I, the the stats abroad are in the area of eighty percent. We did some research recently among the mediators that we've trained in South Africa, and the success rate is in the seventies, seventy percent settlement uh, rate, which. It, is really outstanding. And unlike arbitration, mediation leaves an open door to the courts should you not be able to find a, a an agreed-upon solution. Correct. If if in those uh, 10 to 20% of cases where there's not a not a uh, an agreement, you then are free to go on to arbitration, which often happens, or on to the uh, to the courts. So it's a low risk process. Um, and it has many, many advantages. You know, the, we've talked about the high success rate, but it's quick. Um, the average in the UK, for example, with big commercial mediations is about a day. We're finding it slightly longer in South Africa. I'm not quite sure why we're taking uh, quite often as long as two days to resolve the matters. It's relatively cheap um, because it's… You've got so lawyers short. for a day or two, not for a month Correct. or two. And, and yeah. quite often, actually, the lawyers play a, more of a supportive role. That's one of the great advantages of it as well is that it is far less rights-focused. It's far less focused on who was right and wrong and who's got the right legal answer and much more focused on what are the underlying business interests and how can these two business people go forward. Okay, so here we got. Uh, the, you were talking about alternate, alternate, alternative. Um, what do you? What was the other one you called it? Uh, appropriate, appropriate dispute, dispute, dispute resolution (ADR) for short. We got arbitration, which is binding. We got mediation, which is not binding. But in that mediation process, is the evidence which is gathered in that process or the information that is gathered then admissible in court? Could it be seen as a bit of a fishing exercise for for one or either party to go with not exactly the right sort of? Um, I don't know. Uh, intentional, sort of intentional purpose, purpose yeah. into it, looking simply going on a fishing expedition for for information before they go to court. Yeah, well, th- th- that is possible. People might go into the process with that uh, intention, but I think that one of the great features of uh, mediation is that uh, it is always agreed that, firstly, the process is off the record, that it is entirely confidential that anything that is disclosed in the mediation for the first time uh, cannot be used outside of the the mediation also the mediator in the particular model of mediation that is most common uh, amongst us we go into side meetings with the parties and engage confidentially with them and hear their deepest and darkest secrets <laughs> and fears. Oh, can, can I have your black book, please? Uh, but on the understanding that we won't convey anything that is said to us in those side meetings to the other party without consent. And, and until next time you're on the other side of the case, of course, and you have to prosecute. Well, <laughs> and and so, so generally the, the, the it, it it's... You are not at high risk of the information okay. being used against you later. Are there other means of alternate dis- dispute resolution if we look at arbitration mediation? Yes, there are, there are a large number of, um, uh, of hybrid processes. There uh, is early uh, neutral evaluation. There is um, 
uh, uh, ob, mead, and mead, ob, uh, which is... You're losing me. Yeah, well, let me... There are processes, for example, um, where you would agree that you would first go to mediation. If you don't succeed in mediation, uh, you would go on to a different arbitrator, or in some cases that you would mediate and then ask the same um, mediator to arbitrate, although there are great dangers with that process, or for the mediator to what's called mead, op, where you would mediate and if you can't reach agreement you'd give an opinion or a recommendation but at its base they're two predominant sort of they're variations of the two which is arbitration mediation yeah you know there there are many of these other uh, processes which are far less used but can be very very appropriate in particular circumstances but by far the most common alternative dispute resolution processes are mediation and arbitration and then a whole range of other Varieties, And, of course, this is a big money-making business because if you can afford the, to avoid the courts, you can afford to pay the mediators and the arbitrators a few bucks um, to simplify your life. I'm going to pick up on this particular point with John Brand, director and the ADR specialist at Bowman Gilfin. And any questions on alternative dispute resolution or any stories you want to share, 021-446-0567-011-883-0702. If you're sitting here thinking that this has absolutely no effect on me, I don't care about the arbitration. I'm never going to have to arbitrate anything in my life. Did you read your cell phone contract? Did you look at the small print in your cell phone contract where you agreed probably when you signed up for the new iPhone 74 or whatever it is you've got that you would agree to go to arbitration then or mediation then arbitration before going to court or whatever the agreement is? Chances are you have signed consumer contracts along those lines. So that's why it's a good idea to understand the science of alternative distrib- dispute resolution. I'll get it right by 8 o'clock this evening. Now, are there particular examples? I know, I mean, these things are confidential, so you can't tell us, John Brand from Bowman Gilfillan, the details of sure. these things. But what sort of issues are being resolved through alternative dispute resolution now that 10 years ago would have gone through a costly court battle? Uh, there, there are many examples, but two that immediately come to mind out of my recent uh, experience was a, a huge um, dispute uh, in the competition uh, law area where um, had the parties uh, had to use the courts and the competition uh, commission and so on. Firstly, it would have cost many, many millions uh, of rand. It would have taken such a long time that one of the businesses would almost certainly have gone under uh, before the litigation could have been completed. Um, And we managed after um, very, very uh, intense uh, mediation over, I can't remember, but it was uh, six or seven days uh, interspersed to get a, a settlement which uh, enabled uh, particularly the, the the smaller party to uh, survive and the larger party to avoid um, not just the costs of litigation but also Public publicity, mm. etc., etc. And all the parties were delighted with that. Um, I've mediated in the BEE context where a BEE supplier came in, um, supported by the bank, 
picked up resistance uh, in the uh, institution that they were supplying to, um, and uh, there was then uh, a proposal to cancel the, the, the contract. That would have uh, resulted in the equipment that had been supplied being worthless. That would have impacted on the bank because yeah. the bank had uh, uh, bankrolled the BEE outfit, and had they allowed that dispute to go to the courts, the BEE business would have been destroyed, the bank would have lost huge amounts of money, and the institution would have been not serviced, again, in a relatively short space of time, not the one day as is being achieved in other places. It also took quite a couple of days over a couple of weeks, a complete settlement uh, to that, which saved everybody. And the important thing is not just the time and the money that is saved, but it saved the business, and it enabled all three of the parties to go forward uh, successfully and, in fact, continue the relationship. Would ADR be as successful if we had a more efficient court system? Um, in fact, what we have found is that the more efficient your court system is, the more efficient your ADR is. Why? Because if parties, particularly um, parties that don't want a solution to a problem, know that they can drag you out for – I mean, I've been involved in litigation that's lasted 13 years. <laughs> Who remembers why we were fighting for – Correct. Now, if somebody knows that they can do that, they're not no. going to be very keen to, to mediate or arbitrate. But if they know – that they're going to get a judgment from a court in three months' time, they will be far keener to to settle. So, strangely enough, what we found is that they they need to run hand in hand with one another. You need a strong court system in order to make for a strong ADR system. They are complementary to one another, and they should be seen as complementary to one another. Because I look at it now, I sort of think this is a private sector response to a state failing. Mediation and arbitration looks like a sensible private sector solution to something that's not working. Well. In, uh, partly that is so. The fact that it is not the wealthiest states in the world can these days afford a court system which is going to deliver justice mm-hmm. in two or three months' time. It just doesn't happen anywhere. Uh, there isn't enough money for that. So, yes, the court system is never going to deliver the quick and cheap solutions that business needs. And also, in an environment where you have got commercial litigation going on, or potential commercial litigation, you've got a commercial lawyer sitting between uh, various parties, people are talking the same language in the same space, where you go to a judge who's dealing with a death, with, with, a, with a murder this afternoon, and is then a commercial crime issue, and then uh, a strike action, or whatever the case is, and then dealing with the information bill, whatever the yeah. case is, three days later, they've got lots of different things on, in the, on, on in their well, minds. It's not just that, it's that also business has become much, much more specialized in recent times, and so you need, both as uh, adjudicators, as arbitrators, people who are highly specialized in the particular commercial area. Now, you don't always get that uh, in the judiciary because the judiciary, as you have said, have to be such generalists. Uh, and similarly, in mediation, you, you need to understand the context in order to uh, do the job uh, effectively. So, um, yes, there are, there are just so many advantages to trying to 
sort the thing out yourself. Chances are I've agreed to a mediation process without even knowing about it. I mentioned the, the case of cell phone contracts, for oh. example. There, there could be a multitude of contracts that I've simply signed without judiciously going through this fine print that my old eyes can no longer read properly. Yeah. Well, that is so. Not, not, uh, it's not as prevalent in South Africa as it is in, in other countries, but it's certainly taking off. Uh, more and more companies are realizing the benefits of ADR and writing it into their contracts. There are some concerns about that because um, – But I forgo a right that I, I believe I have in signing a, a document in order to get hold of a service. Uh, it, it feels a little bit yeah. sort of swayed in favor of the corporate. Well, there, there, are, there are people who are concerned that um, people are uh, are giving up their rights to access to the courts without appreciating what they are doing. Um, but the – Law is able to intervene in that area because all arbitration uh, clauses are actually subject to overall scrutiny uh, and support from the courts. And if the courts were to believe that a person had been oppressed and misled into the particular process, they wouldn't support the arbitration. And I think we must realize this, that arbitration doesn't uh, operate in isolation. If you get an arbitration award, it has to be uh, enforced by the courts. And if the arbitrator misbehaves in the arbitration, it's the courts that are going to police that. So again, it's and there are also things like the Consumer Protection Act, which would make proper disclosure important. But it is a concern and it's something which needs to be considered. But it's not a major concern. In fact, one of the great things about mediation is that it allows the man on the street to have access to justice quickly and and cheaply. But there are certain cautions that we must be aware of. And at that point, we must leave it. John Brand, Director and ADR Specialist at Bowman Gilfillan. Tomorrow night's shapeshifter is a banker who's discovered his soul. Okay, that's not fair entirely, but it illustrates the point. Nowadays, he's putting doctors in underserviced areas and doing it with a money perspective. It's absolutely fascinating. Think about Doctors Without Borders in a local context. That's happening on tomorrow night's Money Show.